It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Three points in the gaff. Hey, yo, what's going on out here, people? Have a little wine and wiggle, skank and jiggle like you're on Deansgate Locks, you know what I mean? We're all in the gaff. <laughs> Chocolate digestives of microphones, we don't mess about. We know who it is. It's me, Pundit J. I'm here with City Fan Mike, United Fan J. Martin. So, hey, listen, let's switch off the Hacienda lights and let's get busy on this football talk from our hometown. And boy, oh boy. We're going to start with Man United, aren't we? Old Trafford, M16, 0-0, Watford. Motty, talk to me. What's you going on? I was, I was over in Madrid midweek, right? And it was like, with Elanga's equaliser, it was a bit of a high, you know what I mean? Like, feeling positive and then get, get back to Old Trafford and just get brought back down to earth with a bump because that was just awful, really, wasn't it? It was just one of those games where it's like, I think if we were still playing now, we still wouldn't have scored. It just wasn't happening at all. And you look at mm. some of the chances we had. I'm not a big fan of XG and all that sort of stuff, but we had a lot of chances that we should have scored. You know, Ben Foster yeah. does what every ex-United player, goalkeeper seems to do. You remember like Tom Eaton and all them lot? Yeah. And turn into like, you know, a, a, a prime a prime Leviashin or whatever, just saving everything that, that's thrown at him. <laughs> Like I thought, where was this guy yeah. when we, you know, when we had him at Old Trafford? I don't remember him doing that. You remember the four yeah, three? It's where always the way, Marty, yeah, where, where yeah. he was falling over everything. It's like trying yeah, to take on Tevez and that in the box, and he was like, <laughs> he was like the best keeper I've ever seen. So yeah, it was a very frustrating day. I mean, I look at it and I go, okay, on another day we we score goals and we win that game and all this sort of stuff. But the problem we've got is games. I said this last week, often the week before. Sorry. Games are getting away from us. We're running out of time. Arsenal have got their act together. I think, uh, you know, they're uh, whatever they are, two points behind us with three games in hand or something stupid. Mm-hmm. We're running out of games. We are. We're running out of time. We can't, you know, we've dropped points against Villa, Newcastle, Burnley, Wolves, um, Watford. These aren't the teams that you should be dropping points against. Do you know what I mean? These are the games where you should be winning because we've got tough games ahead. We've got City coming up. Then we've got the likes of the Scousers and other teams. It's going to be tough. So yeah, yeah do you know what, man, and I'm worried. I'm really worried, pundit. No, nah, I hear you, man. And do you know what? I feel. I feel that as well because you know something, yeah. Like, and you, I feel sorry for Ralph, you know, because it's not even like 
He's putting out a team that are not creating chances. Do you know what I mean? Then, then you could pin the blame on him and say, Ralph, what are you doing? You're not even setting up the team to create chances, but they're creating chances. And and, and it's just one of the, like that that Bruno chance. Should have backed or just lay it, just lay it five yards across the box. It's, it's yeah. simple, but obviously United are not doing what they need to do. And like you said, Burnley, not Burnley, like Watford and these type of teams, you should be putting these away. Smacking even five past them, if anything. Do you know what I mean? But it is what it is at the moment. Um, Ronaldo obviously had his chances. He's not taking his... He look, bro, I, Motty, I ain't going to lie. He looks old up front, bro. Do you know he what? just look, looks He's old. And, go on, Motty. Go on, bro. He does. He does. Well, he is. <laughs> He's 37. <laughs> um, the, the trouble yeah. is, you know, we've, we've been left in a situation, and I'm with you. I don't blame Ralph Ragnick for this, but we've been left in a situation where Greenwood obviously is unavailable. Martial mm. wanted to leave, so he's let him leave. Cavani wanted to leave, he's convinced him to stay in, and Cavani's injured all the time and doesn't seem to fancy it. Mm. So the only other sort of striker you've got who can play down the middle-ish is Marcus Rashford, whose form is completely fallen off the cliff. So you're having to sort of yeah. play Ronaldo because people are saying, and rightly so, and I hear, I hear you, like, why does Ronaldo keep playing? Why is he, you know, why are we so reliant on him? But I'm looking at him thinking, well, who else is there? Who else have we got that we can pick instead? You can't, like... You know, I heard some people on social saying promote Charlie McNeil and all that. Listen, I love Charlie McNeil, but we can't be promoting 17-year-old kids or whatever to, to the first team now. That's just ridiculous. And I think we're in a the bit thing, of trouble. The thing we're doing now, we are. Yeah, we are. And, and you know what? United, like we said last week, on the last few weeks, United have got to get serious about this Ronaldo thing because I personally think he's just bullied, bullied the whole club. I think his whole aura... And, and, and when I say bully, I don't mean he's come in there and started making mad demands, but I just think his aura and the people that are kind of running the ship now are a bit like, I think they feel inferior to him. And I think, because who thought that 37-year-old Ronaldo would be starting every single game? Every game! He's playing. <laughs> he's, 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 he weren't brought in to do that. I thought, I thought he was coming in. Do you know what I mean? He's coming now and again. Some of the cup games, he'll sit down. But this guy's playing every week, three times a week and all that. He played away in Atletico Madrid. And he's starting again on, against, against Watford. But yet Sancho and all them, man, are starting. And they're getting rested and, and things like that. And you're looking at it, the low and that, and you're thinking to yourself, what is going on here? So I think Ralph's walked into a bit of a, a mad ship, in it. Do you know what I mean? You and know, we can't... I'm, I'm going to ask you some work, Pundit, and Mike's can join him in this, if he likes as well. You know, don't want to exclude him or anything. And this is going <laughs> to sound like a crazy, quick, a crazy question. But do you think what? United can get away with a system that doesn't have Ronaldo with the players we've got available? Like, is that an option for Ralph? Because, you know, I know and I know City have got different types of players available to them before anyone starts, but City don't have an out-and-out striker. Can United do something like that with the players we've got at our disposal? Or do we have to I play Ronaldo? Yeah, I don't think the I don't think United have to play Ronaldo, but United messed up because what they've done, get, obviously Martial wasn't informed, but you've got Rashford there as well, whose form's way off the cliff as well. So two the two guys who can actually play through the middle when Cavani's not out are either not informed or what a get off. So before yeah. Christmas, when when Ronaldo come, if United had worked it out to the point where Martial felt like he maybe was part of it a bit and Rashford's form had improved or whatever, then you could have looked at them two as kind of like alternatives. I don't think I don't Bruno could probably play a false nine, but I don't think this United team are set up and ready to do them type of tactics anyway. Do you know what I mean? I just, I just yeah, don't I think there's... Do you know what I mean? I don't think the intelligence is there. I don't, I don't know how Mike sees it. Yeah, so... You all right, guys? How's it going? You all right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, do, do, do we... Uh, no intro this week, Pundit? No? Do we not get a big... A big welcome... <laughs> Uh, he did his little. He did his little whine and wiggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think last week we got a we got a full on. I don't know. I thought there was a big full on festival about to kick off the intro we got last week. Not the same this week. 
Um, <laughs> but you know, no, it's good to see you back. It's good that hey. uh, we've received normal services, as, as oh, you know. Here we go. Here we um, go. To, to go back to the, on our series, to go back to the question. So I remember when Ronaldo <laughs> first came about, and obviously euphoria and that, we calmed down. But when we had a serious debate about it, the, the, the conversation was around him being up top. And I think we understood he weren't going to be doing the doggies and all the rest of it, but he would have to tuck away chances. He's going through a bit of a lean spell, but he still is actually getting on the end of things. You know, he is in the right areas. Yeah. I, I don't know, sometimes you can start, because someone's not taking the chances or doing the right thing in that final third, they become kind of, you start blaming them. But actually, you remove him, put someone up there less experienced, and taking two extra touches and, and, and moves are breaking down quicker. I get some of the frustration, though, because... The way how the team... It's like your team plays in there. How can I put this? Two different ways. In one scenario, you're looking for a hold-up man in Ronaldo, but he's never been that. He's not that. And then in another scenario, you want him to run onto things. And then in another scenario, you want him to be taking chances away. You're not going to get all three of them in any striker in the league. So sometimes, I think results aren't going your way. You start judging players by unfair unfair standards or unfair, um, unfair um, attributes kind of thing. So, yeah, but Mike, go on. Right, because when we asked you, yeah, like, would would you have wanted Ronaldo at City? And obviously, as time's gone on, you said Ronaldo would be sat on the bench. Now, Pep doesn't have a striker. So why would you have Ronaldo on the bench at City? Yeah, what's the reasons? Because you must be seeing the same things that a lot of United fans are seeing now for you to think, nah, do you know what? He won't start for us. Because we've got got a style of play that doesn't rely... It relies on... um, a lot of graft up there, and a lot of graft mm. up there, and I, I just knew Ronaldo wouldn't bring that to our team, and I think we create enough chances without a, a specialist striker for me to be confident that we're going to score goals. We've done. We, I, I think what gave me more confidence was this last season when we won the league. Aguero didn't play that much, so I think mm. we were already going down that route um, of playing without a striker because a lot of games Jesus got left out as well. So for me. It was just that I just felt like we didn't have the legs to be in our team personally. I just couldn't right, see that, where. Right, but that's exactly what he's looking like. You know, it looks like he hasn't got the legs in it. And and, and in, in the Premier League, yeah, you've got to have some sort of legs. Like, no one's saying that Ronaldo can't finish. No one's saying that Ronaldo can't sniff out a goal because he can. But what we're saying is, is that, right, you know what, for where this team is and what this team's actually going for, it's not a good team. So he, if anything, should be the leader and the main man in this team. But when you look at it, he is, in, 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 in general, the main man and the leader. But on the pitch, he isn't doing the business as a main man leader. Do you get me? As far as I can see, in terms of running the channel, in terms of doing everything he'd want, goal number nine. Yeah, but top goal scorer. So what? Danny Ying scored no, 20 no, goals. Do you, know, do you know what it Have is as well? Have you seen I mean, he is a top goal scorer, and you're right. There's no dispute in that. But I think of late, you know, you have to call it as you see it. And I get where you're coming from about the thing that he's getting the chances and he's getting on the end of it. It's not like he's... Is you know he's not even getting into those positions or whatever, but and I love Ronaldo and I always will. But you have to be honest and say I think it's one goal, no assists in his last nine games, whatever it is, eight games. That last ten games, yeah, yeah. That assist, yeah. All right, right. relying on someone else doing a job. Yeah, but that's just my own book. Yeah, yeah. all right, fair enough. One goal then as the main focal point of our attack. One goal in the last eight in 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 the in the league. Now I look at that and you go, okay, that's not great. But when you also look at the caliber of the opponents. When it's like Southampton, Leeds, Watford, West Ham. All right, West Ham are okay. They're probably the best one out of the bunch. Brentford, Wolves. Mm. That's when you go, really? 
we should be, you know, we should be getting more out of him there. Now, whether right, that's then, right. the system, his goals out or, 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 or him. points away from the team. Let's just have it right here. See, every striker goes through a Barons, but like I say, yeah, I, yeah. I'm not here to champion Ronaldo in any shape or form. No, no. But every striker, every front man goes through a Barons style throughout the season. And this is obviously is. But actually, I don't, I think it's a bit unfair to be talking like he's not contributed. So, where he's not, so at the moment where he is going through this spell, sometimes you've got to let a striker play through all that. You get me? And I think what I'm hearing from, from you both is, no, we're not prepared to do that. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I think, I think, like, like I said earlier, I think it sounds horrible to say as a United fan, but I think we're almost stuck. I don't really see other options. I'll be honest with you, you can maybe you could try Alanga, but he's a kid, you know, and like whilst he's, he's got some good goals this season, I don't think you can yeah. rely on him. Yeah, but do you know that, what it is? I've already mentioned, I think you've got to stick with Ronaldo. And I think if you don't stick yeah. with Ronaldo, you can have a player who's disillusioned and fuming, and then you've got one less player you can rely on, and that, that's disastrous. And he'd have yeah, even but... right to be fuming. He's a top scorer, so... You never even be right. No, he's right. And you, you know, you're right in what you're saying, yeah, Max. And I agree with you, like, players go for balance spells. But I also don't think we can just ignore the fact that that record over the last month or so or six weeks hasn't been good enough. And he needs to take some responsibility for that. Because Me personally, to... I want him to play every week. <laughs> I want him to look up there every week, uh, doing what he does, what he's doing at the moment. And I, I, it, it's fine by me. You know what it is, yeah? Mike, Mike. Knows he's not he's not performing how, how how he should be performing as a as as a striker. Now let me just make one thing clear. I'm not sat here saying that Ronaldo is the main problem in this team. What I'm saying is is he is a problem. No, do you get me? And 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 it affects the wider problem because if we can't find Motti, if we can't if United can't find the system without Ronaldo, 37 year old Ronaldo. But like I said a few weeks back, we've done this experiment before with Zlatan. We've done it before. We saw the results. It doesn't get you anywhere. So what I'm saying is that, right, in the summer, it's not Ronaldo's fault. He come here. United, what, in United paid the money. Do you get me? They, they, yeah. they employed Oli. They employed Carrot. They employed Ralph. Do you know what I'm saying? So it isn't Ronaldo's fault. What I'm saying is, is that, right, looking at him when I'm watching the game, bro, I'm looking at his runs and I'm looking at him standing about. I'm, effectively, a lot of the time, United are playing with 10 players. Now, that's in that's defensively and offensively. Now, you... In in the Premier League, bro, you've got to be physical. You've got to know what's going on. And Ronaldo is is waiting, and he's a, he's a poacher, and he will finish chances when he gets them. But the thing is, is that sometimes you want your striker to create something out of nothing. Do you get me? That's what you want yeah. sometimes. And he did do it against, for example, against Brighton, where out out of nowhere, boom, back yeah. in it. But we're only getting that. We're only getting that in small doses. And for United, that's why they're struggling for fourth, isn't it? Because the, yeah. the, because the whole cohesion of the front line and the department and the auras and the psychology and the players and the ability levels and the technique, it's not at the correct levels in it. So so there's problems, do you know what I mean? There is. So, and like, hang, I, hang, hang go on, go on. There's a bit of a... So I've, still, I've, not, I've got onto this pundit, Jay Geezy, you know. I've got onto him. Yeah. Go. <laughs> one, go on. One, one week, Scott McTominay's the, the four guy. And now Scott McTominay's <laughs> not, not in the team. He's moved over. I'm surprised he's not mentioned Juan Bazaki yet. Hey. Don't, don't, don't set him off on that. Hey, don't set him Mike. off on that, Mike. We'll be here, we'll hey. be here till Tuesday. <laughs> now nah, you know what it is. Is that with, you know what it is, yo? It's like none of these guys should be playing for the first team, no, in it. Like Wambasaka should be playing. Scott McTominay should be playing. And Ronaldo right? should be playing. Do you know what Wambasaka? When he rolls for that header, right? It was like slow motion. <laughs> Right when he rolls for that header, I almost had my phone out ready to text your pundit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was hey, like yo. yeah, go on, one, go on, son. I was like, pundit, <laughs> I told you, 
got his cannon, though. He ended it wide. I was like, yeah, man, that Coco being there, didn't it? But listen, Matty, I want to talk to you about Matic. I thought he had a very good game, to be honest with you. Yeah, I like, I like Nemanja. I liked him in the Madrid Tell game. On what? You guys love a good old vet. Go, go we did, we so we did. We've got, we've got two choices, right? We either love a vet or we love a child. That's the, that's the, that's the options at United. Do you know what I mean? It's either a kid or a, someone who's in the mid thirties. Um, yeah, yeah I, I thought he did well in Madrid when he came on, and I thought he did well. He played well against uh, against Watford. He did the job that he's in the team to do against Watford. Do you know what I mean? That's what I want him doing. Yeah. Getting hold of the ball. Nice. The odd pass that was a bit long. Decent pass. Keeping it simple. Nice and tidy. Nothing to extrovert. Yeah, I might. That's what he needed. Yeah, so if McTominay's fit the next match, does McTominay come straight back in for you or what? I mean, probably just because, I don't know, that we have got a break, haven't we? We have got like six days, haven't we? Which makes me think maybe Matic yeah. could... could could do it. If Matic, yeah, yeah, do you know what? To be it's fair. Spurs in it. It's Spurs in it. Oh, no, no, sorry, it's City. What am I on about? Yeah, yeah, that's my question to you both. Though, yeah. We, we're thinking, I was going to ask you, who starts next week for, for you both, really? If it Matic for me, me. If it was up to me, I'd probably, probably go with Matic, but I think I'm, I'm not just talking about the midfield area. I'm talking that midfield and Ooh. the front line because I've heard a lot mumbling about Ronaldo as well. So, just, who starts next week for you? What, what are you going with? I think he might. I think I think he's. I don't know because it's City and it's you know the, the strength you've got in that midfield. Whether he might, we well you are obviously the team. Yeah. I'm not going to start City and pretend that we're what what I worry. I've been twenty odd points behind you because we're better. Um, I think he's. I'm, I think he's going to stick another midfielder in there. So I won't be surprised if you see the old McFred axis back in there. To be honest with you, or maybe, well, maybe well, are you going to be? Will you be surprised if Maguire doesn't start again? though? Yeah, I would be. I think he, I think he, I think he, when he said, like, I'm resting him or this is, you know, he's played a lot of games. I honestly think that, Mark, I think there's an element of truth in that. I don't think he was thinking, I can't trust this guy against Watford. And I think he'll put him back in. He keeps, he sort of made a bit of a rod for his own back, Ralph Radnick, with this. I don't think he needed to do what he's done, but he's done it. When he said Maguire's my captain, he's going to be my captain to the end of the season and we, we need him and all this other stuff. Because for me, Vitzel Lindelof, and I've said this, you know, many times on this podcast, has been probably our most consistent defender this season. I'm not saying he's our best, Varane's better, but Varane's injured a lot. Vitzel Lindelof has been sort of... He's not been an issue this season, Vitzel Lindelof, in a team that's been full of issues. So I've... So, who's your, so, who, so who's your back four then versus City? If it was up to me, my back four would be Tellez. Um, I'd probably go with, if it was up to me, Lindelof and Varane. And even though he had a bit of a nightmare against Phil Foden... I'd probably just about go with Wambasaka just because defensively, I think, especially if he's if he's up against Sterling, he's a bit solid, more solid than Delo. We can go wandering a bit and not get back in time and all that sort of stuff. What, what's your it's not, it's paper thin margins, to be honest with you, on that one. Yeah. For me, I'm going Delo, Lindelof, Varane, and I. Oh, I was watching Tellers, you know. I know. I'm watching Shot and I'm thinking to myself, I'm sure I, I, I might trust Shaw one. I might throw him in, you know, for this one. I might throw him in, even though he's been terrible, but I might throw him in. But yeah, that's my back four against against City. The fit, right? If I see Luke Shaw what walking over. To whoever's on City's right wing as they pinging across, I'm gonna be on the net yard pitch. You know what it is. You. you know what it is with Luke Shaw sometimes in the big yeah. games. Yeah, 
He yeah. pockets guys sometimes, and, if, and it's like he gets up for certain games in the year. And do you know what I mean? Like he very rarely gets done like that in in, in the big because he's had, he's had yeah, more, when he more does, salary when in his he pocket. Does. Yeah, but mm. when, look at the last one, Old, old Trafford. That was. <laughs> that was genuinely right. And yeah, no, nah, I hear you. That was the worst performance I've seen by any left back. No, nah, I hear you. You're right. You're right. But, but before that, you check it out yeah, the past nah, two nah, years. Nah, not, I, not I, really. I do you know what I mean? Does present form will do pundit. So <laughs> just just on that then. So are you guys now openly admitting on here you're happy with parking the bus on Saturday? Is that? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Are you mad? I'm 100% nope. parking the oh, bus. Just right. checking. <laughs> just checking. I'm not happy with that. I am. I'll park the bus, right? And I'll take a smash and grab all day long. Seriously. <laughs> I'm not... I'm, nah. I'm, 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 pride's gone from me, pundit. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm Does it gone? Right with it. It's, you know what, right? There's only so many times you can drop points to, like, Burn. Bro, do you know what it is for... Villa and them lot. For me. Yeah, go on. Go on, bro. Hey, some, listen, help, deep help down here, yeah, obviously we all know City are better than... Yourself. Yeah, right. well, obviously, deep down, hey, hey, listen, yeah, deep. Now, nah, well, I will not thank you very much, but listen, yeah, we all know, yeah, <laughs> big derby. But do you know what gives me a bit of hope? Yeah, obviously, Crystal Palace went there and won, didn't they? Tottenham Hotspur went there and won. So, what, why can't United go there United and win? In it, like, let's have it right, right? United can win. I'm not saying United can't win, of course, we can, right? We've still got quality players, this is massively inconsistent. I just think, like, in answer to Mike's question, would I be happy with us parking the bus? I really got a problem with that. I'll be honest with you. And I know that's not the United way. We should be getting at teams and we should be attacking. I just feel like this season, especially, we've been so exposed. We've had so many times... Well, that's a contradiction, Marty. Go on. But that's a contradiction, because in one breath, you're saying, we know that's not the United way, but let's go and do the other way. So why would you go and do the other way if that's not the United way? Because we're at, this is different times. That's, the United that, Way, usually, but I'm thinking the United Way, it isn't being 20 points or whatever we are behind Manchester City, but that's where we're at at the minute. So we have to change. We have to change to adapt to that. Yeah, do you know what? I, I don't know. I've never Personally, seen for me, go on. Go on. Personally, for me, I don't think we've got anything to lose. I just think we go there and express ourselves. Everyone's not really expecting United to go there and batter City anyway. So who, who, who's really sat there thinking, yeah, United are going to go there and win? We're like deep down in our hearts, we might think, yeah, we're gonna go there. Can I ask you a question? Because I might be getting a little bit like confused. Do you consider you remember the two one against City at the Etihad? Yeah, yeah. Well, would you consider that parking the bus? The counter attack game that we had. Back um, yeah, not necessarily. Completely, utterly I, do. I remember N- you broke out. Yeah, twice. in a way. Well, you yeah. know what it is. Yeah, but it depends I, I on think that as parking the bus, hitting them on the break. And you know, I yeah. was quite happy to take them results because we had a couple. But that's not like part. That. I won't say. I won't say. But you. All right, all right, all right. Right. You there's different ways of putting it. Think, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm. Like, I don't want to get confused where we're having. A yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's different ways of putting it. Because that obviously Oli went there with counter-attacking intentions in it. So yeah. it's what Jose does. It's what Conte does. It's what. Do you know what I mean? It, there ain't no different to what Conte did the other week with Spurs than what 
All he did, you just sit back, soak up the pressure. When you win the ball, make sure you use the ball correctly and hit hit the spaces in behind because City leave spaces in behind. The difference this time, though, is United don't have Rashford in form. They don't have Daniel James, Peter Gonzalez. They don't have Martial, fleet-footed. Do you know what I mean? So there's a big difference with, like, in the forward line. Now we've got Ronaldo. So are we, are we going to sit on the counter-attack and expect Ronaldo to run 50 yards at st- extreme pace on the counter-attack? No. I don't know. No. I don't know. Do you get I, me, bro? I, think, I, I do. I hear you. And, you know, it, that's the thing. Because when I think of parking walls, I think of those games and I think I was all right with those games. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't mind those games. I was like, I enjoyed, actually enjoyed them. And, yeah, but would so, you have enjoyed them if you got battered 4-1? No. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So, so, so it's only, it's only the fact that that we won while it happened, yeah, yeah. didn't it? Do you get me? Yeah, why, yeah. why you felt good? But talking about when... go on, go on, go on, go on. Go on. I'm saying, but talking about obviously the forward line, and obviously everybody knows at the moment, yeah. Um, Rashford and Ilango. In my eyes, I, I think the Vians are a similar spot in the team. I think they both do similar jobs. I think they both have similar attributes. So at the moment, Rashford's form's off. He's just, he's off, off the cliff at the moment. Everyone can see it. Ilanga's the, the new kid on the block. We've spoke about it. He's got a song. The fans like what he's doing. Ralph seems to like him. And let me, so I'm going to say, yeah, I've, I've got to give Ralph a bit of props, you know, because um, Ilanga was going to get off in January on loan, innit? And obviously Ralph said that he's seen him in training and said, hell no, this guy ain't going nowhere. Bring him to my office. Brought him to his office. Had a conversation with him. Convinced him to stay. Got on the back on the training pitch and made him his prodigy. And now Ilango, he's making a career. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? For himself at Manchester United. And Ralph's the chief instigator. Now, what that has, a knock-on effect. And Rashford is is the kind of like the victim of, 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 of that. Not a knock-on effect. And it was, it was interesting against Leeds where Ralph went for Ilango off the bench to come on. Ahead of Rashford and Rashford didn't even get on. The other day, Alanga started. So, what's going on between these two? And where's your head at? Do you know what I mean? In, in regards to, do you know what? Alanga should be starting over Rashford. Or do you play Rashford to stay in form? Or should Rashford be nowhere near it? Right right about now. You know my thoughts on Marcus Rashford. You know, he's my favourite player for loads of reasons. But at the minute, it's painful to watch, bro. It's painful. I hate watching yeah. it. I hate it when I'm at the game and I hear the crowd getting on him. He's getting pelters. Yeah. And I see him and he looks bereft of confidence. You know, I mentioned before that I was in Madrid and I was watching, you know, the warm-up. Yeah, yeah. watching him taking shots and his shots were all over the gaff. Like, just in the mm. warm-up. I'm like, this kid just looks like he's just a shell of himself. So, for me, I know there's an argument you play him, you know, play him through it. But I think that could have a detrimental effect to him. And I think at the minute, I don't think Alanga's a better player than Marcus Rashford. I just think he's playing better than Marcus Rashford at the minute. Alanga's full of beans. He's full of confidence. He's loving life. He's got his chant. He's just scored in, in Madrid. Everyone's, you know, he scored against Leeds. He's shushing the fans and all this sort of stuff. He's like, a, he's like one of those, you know, you get a kid who bursts on the scene. He's just having a great time of it. He's, that's yeah. him at the minute. Now, I hope this continues. I hope it continues forever. But while it is happening, use it because we need it. Do you know what I mean? We need him right now. Yeah. Because you know, you know what the thing is? Go on. The thing, the thing is, though, sometimes a kid bursts on the scene, bursts on the scene and doesn't yeah. go away. And I think that's the problem that Rashford's got at the moment because yeah. I'm looking at Rashford and do you know what? He's giving me Deli Alley vibes. You know, when a kid, like you said, bursts on the scene, yeah. does his thing and then, and, then, and then falls down the scale of... And I'm looking at his burst. I'm looking at his technique. I'm looking at his decision-making. I'm looking at his confidence is gone. Do you know what I mean? Injuries played a big part. The fan base are on his back. He's becoming a scapegoat. There's been yeah. six years of, of him being in the team. And I'm looking at it, and it's getting to a point where you think to yourself, right, you know what, yeah? What United are going to have to do something about this, isn't it? Because we're not talking yeah. about 
a kid who's just come out of the academy. We're talking about a 24 who's going to be 25 year old this year. So this guy's in a in in in, in how, how can you put it Mid- middle of his career where you start looking at him thinking, okay, 25 years old, are you going to be one of the main men or not? Because at Manchester United, that's the question, and like we've always said it. If you've not got levels of Rooney, Tevez, Ronaldo, Van Nistelrooy, Cantona, Hughes, the list goes on. If you're not at those levels, Ryan Giggs, Boom Boom Boom, Kinchelski, if you're not at those levels, listen, you'll quickly get moved on because United have a tradition to buy players in. They've gone and bought Sancho. Rashford was doing his thing on the left under Oli. Now he can't start on the left. This is how quick football moves. Daniel James on the right, he's gone. Martial was through the middle, he's gone. Rashford is the next one in it. And obviously, if, yeah. if Alango comes through, does what he's doing. The only thing I feel like the reason why Alanga stays is playing is because what it seems to me, I think he's a very basic player, but I think he does the basics well and takes instructions well. So when I say that, I mean like, for example, Ilanga and Rashford to me, both pacey, both direct, both make runs in behind, both incisive, and the both have got a duty to get beyond the defenders, get the ball into the box, score and assist. And at the moment, Ilanga's doing all those seven things better than Rashford, isn't it? So I think, yeah. I think this summer, is a big summer for a lot of players at Manchester United, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? And are you, would you start Elanga in the derby? I, I probably would, you know. I feel like Elanga's got that touch of, you know, like Marcus did when he burst onto the scene. Remember, he got the winner in the derby. I'm not saying Elanga's going to do that, but do you remember? He just had that mm, feel yeah. where. And I remember Marcus Rashford as a kid in the academy, and people were doubting whether he'd even get in the first team. People were seriously going, I don't know, you know, like I've not got the same sort of feeling that people had about. The likes of Mason Greenwood or players like that, where you go, this kid is definitely going to get in the first team. People like, yeah. I don't know. And then we had all the, the, the injury crisis. You remember, he got his chance yeah. against Mercedes-Benz and he took it. And Alanga now just has that sort of feeling of like, yeah, he's just in that zone and he's it's got all going right for him and he believes in himself. And like you said, you make a good point about him taking instructions from the manager. I think he has, I think him and Ralph have got a good relationship. And I think Ralph likes yeah. the way he's listening to him. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. he's telling, he's doing as he's told. And a lot of, yeah. you know, youngsters don't do that. They don't, they just go out yeah. there and do their own thing. So I, I just think at the minute, for me, pure and simply, I think United have got a better chance at the minute, I'm not saying long-term, but at the minute of winning that game with Alanga in the side. I do. Yeah. I just feel like the way Marcus is playing at the minute, it's just, it's just not it's just not the Marcus Rashford I'm used to. So yeah, I'd start with Alanga, me. I really would. And, you yeah. know, that it pains me to say that in a way because this is a game that Marcus Rashford will want to play in because he's a big, you know, he's a big United fan. He's a local lad. It's the derby, yeah. it? it's, you know, there's, yeah. there's a lot at stake here, not just points, but pride and that. I know what I started playing that game, but I think for, for the good of the team, I think this this has got to be the, the Scandinavian in there. Yeah. And I think I feel like the boardroom are gonna be asking themselves some serious questions because I think like they're gonna start asking themselves, well, what are we getting from Rashford on two, two fifty, three hundred K a week that we're not getting that that, that we can't get from Ilanga on sixty K a week? And when and you know what United are like when it comes to finances and things like that. And don't we, don't we just I feel like I feel yeah, and I feel like Rashford, I feel at the moment, he's in a hole and, and he's going to have to dig himself out. And I feel like this is probably probably the, like the darkest part of his career so far. It's not over because we all know the talent that he's got. We all know that he's got all, um, um, the dribbling ability. We all know he's got the touch, the technique and the shot on certain, at certain times. I don't think it's at elite level, but I think it's at good enough level to play for Manchester United. you get me? So I feel he's going to have to do that. But the United fans, obviously, they're on his back in it. And, and, and I, I get it to a certain point. But I feel like what it is, right, and I can only liken this to food. You know when you're starving and you've got somebody who wants to bring you the plate of food, but the person who brings you the plate of food always drops the plate, it's still starving, yeah? That's what that's what Manchester United are. United are starving and they looked at Martial, Rashford as the guys to bring him the food. 
bring us success, bring us something, and they kept dropping the plate in it. And because that's happened, you get mad in it. So I, yeah. I feel like beneath the surface, there's a lot of that. And when you see something a lot and it doesn't work a lot, and it doesn't work a lot, and it doesn't work. You become vexed, you become frustrated, you become angry. And before you know it, that player there becomes a scapegoat in it. And right about now, that's what's happening with, with Rashi. And, it, and, it, and it's a bit sad as well, obviously, because he's, you know, he's a monk in it. Do you know what I mean? He's a monk. He, 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 do you know what I mean? He, he grew up, what, a few miles away from the stadium and all that. So it shouldn't really be going on, but it is in it. And that's the state of affairs for Manchester United. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Right about now, Mike. Before you flip, I was going to ask you... Because I think that was an unfair statement that you just made there about Martial Rashford, food dropping plates and all that malarkey, what he was going on about. Why Why is it? Because you've just completely and utterly ignored the fact that they're coming in with a ball with a hole in. Is my analogy. They've not had a manager there and a structure to play in, which is solidified. So really and truly, yeah, you can't just throw all kinds of things on a plate and that, and then the plate doesn't... It's a plastic plate and it, it folds and falls on the floor, for your analogy. So I don't think they've had a structure. They've had consistent, top-level managers to work under to deliver what you're asking for. So I, I think that's a bit unfair, isn't it? Like, because I, I, I don't think I've heard you say in the last year or so, or I've heard Motty say on his last podcast, they've been happy with any manager that they've had... Um, I think you, you were all right, David Moyes. I was all right, David Moyes. But I don't think you've been happy with a, a gaffer since then. Yeah. So I think it's a bit unfair to just... No, nah, it's not unfair. And I'm going to tell you why. It's not. It's not. Did you think United should have beat Villarreal in that final? That's called dropping the plate. That's what I mean when I say you dropping the, the plate. Work right. The ta- the nah, nah, work nah, right. nah. Nothing to do with tactics. United should have beat Villarreal. They couldn't do it. Now, do you know how many semi-finals United have been in? You get me and lost and lost it. These these are games that United should be winning. They got knocked out the other day against 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 Middlesbrough, dropping the plate. Do you get me? So what I'm saying to you is, over the years, over the years since Jose, because Jose won a couple cups, over the years, Martial and Rashford have not lived up to the expectation, which isn't their fault because the expectations on Rashford and Martial has been huge, huge pressure, huge n- number shirts, ten, number nine. These guys at Manchester United, it means something, bro. You can't come into Manchester United wear the number nine and not lead us to things. Listen, if they were at Real Madrid, the white hankies would have been out ages ago, four years ago, bro. Do you get me? So we have to get serious, isn't it? This season huh? for me should have been... This season for me should have been Marcus's season to, 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 to kick on a bit. Because I think, you know, 20 goals last season or 21 goals last season, 22 the season before... He's 24 years old. When you look at some of the top-level players, when they turn 24, even the likes of Kane and Shearer and all them have kicked on, you know, at that age, up until yeah, that yeah. age, they look at the goal-scoring records. Marcus' record for a 23-year-old when he was 23 stands up against any of them lot. And yeah. I think this season, we wanted him. You know, he's had his surgery, he's coming back. Let's see something now. And the problem for me has just been the level of performances have been as bad as I've ever seen him play. And I hope to God he gets out of it because I, I agree with what you said earlier, Pundit. He has got it in him. He has got those attributes. But we're just yeah, not of seeing him. And, and the time's running out. I keep saying this, and this is not an analogy, but this sentence about time running out, time running out. 
But it is, we can't keep having these resets. We can't keep having these things where we go, all right, another manager's come in, you know, these players get another chance. And rah, rah, rah. I think at the end of the season, you know, a lot of players are going to have to, uh, like you were saying, are going to get looked at and a new manager might come in and he ain't going to care whether Marcus Rashford is, you know, feeding kids and is a, is a local lad. He's going to look at it and go, is this a player that I can use to win trophies for Manchester United? And I'd hate to see it, but he might go, he isn't and move him on. So I think we just need to see Marcus getting back to his best. Yeah, I, I hope to God that we see it sooner rather than later. Because, like I said earlier, at the minute it's just it's just not nice. It's not nice seeing him go for it because you can see he's struggling. You can. There's no denying it. He is struggling, and he knows he's yeah. not stupid. He knows he's not playing to the, the the best of his ability. And I just hope he can turn it around because, like I said, I love the kid. No, I hear you. And obviously, like in football, football's weird. One minute it could be one thing, the next minute it's another thing. And who knows? A manager might come in, in the summer and say, "Right, Marcus, you're my guy. Actually, I'm going to yeah. build a team around you, lad." Do you get me? Who knows what's going to happen? So I think that can be a saving grace. But if this kind of form and this kind of um, 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 style of play of what, what's going on now and certain things we're seeing that we've been seeing for a long time, if this continues, then do you know what? Yeah, there's big decisions are going to have to be made in the end. Do you get me? But hope that, like, like you, I, I hope I hope he pulls he pulls himself out of it. Do you know what I mean? And goes on to to like to, to exceed what what he already can do out here. Do you get me? Because he, he he has got talent in it. Do you know what I mean? So it is what it is. But moving across. Across the city, in it to the blue half, Mike City result one nil Everton away from home, Goodison Park, Scouseland across the way from Stanley Park. What's going on? Was you buzzing or what? Because that weren't a great performance, bro. Uh, so I disagree. I don't think the performance was that bad. I think sometimes what we get into the first twenty minutes or so, I agree. The first half probably you could probably throw the first half when that weren't weren't great. I think sometimes when City don't aren't scintillating people automatically put it in bad performance category. And I think that's a bit unfair. You know, if we're not absolutely flying, smacking teams left, right and centre, it goes in bad performance category. But I thought in that second half, we controlled it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, sorry. I've got to stop you there, though, bro. You've just said you can throw the first half. Wait, that's half the match. Yeah, there's still another half. So you want, if you have one good half, one bad half, it's all right, isn't it? No? Nah, 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 nah. You can't throw one half away and say, yeah, that half can go in the bin and then start saying it was a decent performance. It was it were a good performance. Let, let, let's just be honest, bro. No, no, no. I thought it was an all right performance. <laughs> Sound like Josh Taylor. <laughs> I thought it was an all right performance. <laughs> yeah. um, overall, don't it weren't, yeah. it weren't our best performance. Don't, I'm not here, I'm no chance I'm standing here going, yeah, that was fantastic. It definitely wasn't fantastic, but it weren't a performance that I was watching us and thinking, I'm, I'm absolutely, I'm worried here. I, I, I'm, I'm worried. Um, mm. Nah, uh, not not at all. It could have been better. Definitely could have been much better. Um, but for me, standout performer on the day was Ford, and I thought it was excellent. Um, when he his work in certain areas was was top notch for me. Um, Cancelo kind of stepped back up from his performance last week. What he did all right this week. Um, still one or two laxes, but I thought on the whole doing all right. I thought John Stones coming in for Kyle Walker as well. Yeah, I was happy with that. The only thing I wasn't best pleased about. Is that midfield free? I don't know that of of, of Gudugan, um, Rodri and, and KDB. Have, we've had a period previously a couple, um, where them three have come in the side and it's not looked great. Um, mm. And I think, I don't know, there's in certain games, the lack of legs in there or the mobility are probably what of a better word sometimes worries me. Mm. But we tend to still control matches and I think Rodri was all right yesterday. Um but I felt the other two were still a bit off the piece, um, personally. Um, but on, can't man. complain, like you see, Foden steps up late on, gets the winner, 
and 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 yeah, the, hey. the end was bouncing. Come on, come on, hey, Max. Give us, give us, give us your honest opinion. Was it an handball? Are you having that one or what? In isolation, did that hit his yeah. hand? I believe it did. Yeah. Um, it, it did hit his hand. So yeah, but I, I'll be honest with you. Like I said, I think I tweeted out there. Um, the, the US reporters were saying it was an offside in the build. Now, obviously, what the Premier League is saying, they just talked about about the uh, the handball itself. Um, but yeah, it, it's one of those. We've we've had some go against us. We've had uh, some go for us. It, it, it's one of those three points. No complaints from me. <laughs> yeah. that, nah, was a disappoint- that was a disappointingly honest answer. That. I was hoping you'd be a bit more. <laughs> nah, right. Yeah, no, nah, it wasn't. Uh, it, go on, mate. You, you didn't ask me if it was a penalty. You asked me if it was Amboy. Ah, all, right, all right, all right. It's getting out of the technicality here. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> nah, hey, listen, though, mate. Spalding, listen. Instead of punching guys in the flipping corridors of the Nine X, he was punching. He was punching the air with joy. He wanted with that goal. Hey, let me say something, right? You see, you see, folding, yeah. Do you know what I've clocked, yeah? Right, and I like it. And he's picked up a good habit, which is being alive in the six-yard box. I seen it away at Norwich. He scored a goal, scruffy one, back in the net. I seen it at Everton, good as some park, nice, alive, alert, back in the net, poaching. Do you get me? And, and do you know what that shows me? He doesn't just love the lovely stuff on the wide areas. He doesn't just love the lovely stuff around the D. He doesn't just love the lovely stuff in the centre of the park. He enjoys the lovely stuff right in front of the keeper. Do you get me? And that's and 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 for a young player, yeah, who's learning the game and things like these goals matter. Do you understand? And obviously he's he's got Sterling in, in like beside him. He's been scoring tappings and six yard goals for like for, for how long? Do you get me? So Foden, he's picking up these habits, and I, and I'm seeing it, and I'm thinking to myself, all right, kid. You get me? You, you, you know what I mean? He's doing his, he's doing his thing. I don't, I don't know. Are you, are you, are you kind of seeing that side of his game more because he's playing in the false nine role sometimes? Yeah, I, I, I'll be honest with you. Though, I, I'd rather him not be up there. I think at the minute, if I go back to that yeah. midfield area, I think we're trying to accommodate because individually, if I just go back to that midfield, individually, all three of them, I've got a case to start every week. But I think it has an impact on the team. Mm. I personally think if we, we were a better team, dropping Bernardo slightly deeper and having Mares playing in the forward areas along with Sterling and Foden. Um, but I, I just don't know. I, I prefer Foden out Yeah, there. I just think he does his best work out there. So who's your ideal three in the centre then? If you're not happy with these three, man. So it'd be, at the moment, it'd be Rodri, Bernardo... And I'd have to probably go just because he produces more special moments, KDB. Okay. See, 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 see. Yeah. So what's going on with the Kyle Walker thing? How, how comes he's not playing right back? What's going on? I think he's just resting. He's just rotating the squad. Um, you know, I think he'll be definitely playing on Sunday because we know what you guys are like when you play us. All that big talk, big club football, and all of a sudden it comes to camping it in and whack it over the top. So we'll just bring in Kyle. We'll bring in Kyle to just manage that whole whack it over the top and chase after it business. Hey, they can't let you get away with whack it over the top. Nah, I mean, the, the games that we won at the Etihad, yeah, that was clinical through balls, that, bro. That was mouth-watering counter-attacking football. That, yeah, that man like, said whack it. I mean, that's what you teach your kids, that's teach the, kids I, I, on the That's bar. not how I remember it, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so let Mike's, yeah, because you asked us before, like, what what team would we start? So, £100 million Grealish, is he not starting a derby for you? No. You, you heard what my front three was. Why were we visiting this, Pundi? No, you know, no, no, no. I asked you for your middle three. Nah, nah, nah. I asked you for your middle three. No, no, no. I told you what my front three was. I said Sterling, yeah? Along with Mares, yeah? And mm-hmm. 
So that means yeah. players will come into the game late on stages and, 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 and try and affect it late on. Yeah. So when you was with nil nil against Evan, still, is it? Is he still got a knock, Grealish? What's the script with him? What's what's the latest? Yeah, yeah. He was know. on the bench yesterday, but he didn't. Call oh, was he? Sorry, right. We, we went for his. He's still got the three points though. <laughs> hey, this guy likes dismissing Greenish. You don't like him, you know. We don't like Jack. You don't like Jack. You don't like him, bro. Players on form at the minute. The players that are winning those football matches and goals top of the league with a nice healthy gap against my to, 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 to you guys. Are the guys that are out there doing the job at the minute? Listen, listen, you. I don't right. I'm not just saying it. Don't you worry about the gap between us and you. You just focus on the gap between you and the scouts. That's what you lot need to be worrying about. Yeah, hey, I'm telling you, hey, you've listen. got one job, you lot, and don't you know what I mean? It's the only time I actually. You know when that that handball wasn't given. I breathed a sigh of relief, and I never thought I'd say that about it. <laughs> 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 I was like, you. Yeah. <laughs> I actually now, laughed. Because I thought that's gonna have some scousers fuming. That's like remember the <laughs> remember the picture of the ball, the VAR ball, where it went over the yeah. line or didn't go over the line at the Etihad that time. Yeah. And that was it. It's, that's another one of them. I seen them all sharing a picture of of uh, is it Rodri? Rodri's sleeve or whatever it was. Yeah. I was like, this is it. So yeah, don't be getting like, oh yeah, we're, we're, we're twenty odd points above United or nine points above United. Just make sure you stay well above them lot. That's what that's, <laughs> yeah. that's what counts. Well, isn't it a bit of a sad state of affairs though, Mike? Yeah, on a real one here now. You're drawing nil-nil versus Everton. I don't think Grealish even came into your head to bring him off the bench, bro. So, when you say sad state of affairs, what you're getting at, Pundit? Just, just so, what I'm just saying, so what I'm saying, right? I'm, let me make it clear, bro. As clear yeah, as very spring clear for me. Very yes, clear. clear as spring water. Yeah, in the summer. Grealish was your big signing. However much we, we, we want to say it, it was your big statement signing. Yeah, your record signing, in fact. Yeah? So, we cost Spurs for their record signing. End on belly. Dead. You understand me? United's, United's record signing has been cussed. Do you know what I mean? Pogba and them, man. They've been cussed out. Lukaku, Chelsea's record signing. Cussed. City's main signing was Jack the Lad Grealish. Now, eight months into the season, seven months into the season, you're drawing nil-nil away from home, Jack Grealish, an attacker. And I remember asking you a few weeks ago, is Grealish your worst attacker? He didn't want to answer it, so I'm going to answer it for you. Right about now, he's your worst attacker, yeah? So what's happening is, I'm not saying he's a bad player, but he's your worst attacker out the bunch that you've got. Now, you're away from home, tough game, Lampard hype, all the rest of it. You're drawing nil-nil. You need someone to come on and maybe shake up a thing, shake up a few things, maybe find a pass, maybe find a goal from somewhere. Jack sat there, bro, with his headband on. Yeah, he's your statement signing. So is that not a sad state of affairs that your statement signing, your record signing, isn't really being considered as such by yourself or Pep to come into the game and win the game for you? So thanks for breaking that down nice and clear for everyone to understand. Now, if I, if I, if I me, the lads just come back from injury. He, he <laughs> wasn't even due to be on the bench. So you just wasted your breath. Talking all that nonsense. No, I, no, I haven't. Hang on. <laughs> talking all that nonsense. And to be fair, Pep's looked at him for Jesus, him, who's been sharper in training, and Jack Greenish has had a, a more strenuous knock. So is the manager allowed to look after the welfare of the players on the bench or what, Pundit? Right. Let me... Hold on. Hold on, Martin. No, 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 no,
One sec, Mike. He ain't going to get away with that one. Since when did you become a reader of Pep's mind to know what's been going on in training? I, about I man's been the most strenuous training I, session. I, and You've asked me why I didn't consider him. And I thought, just come back from injury. It's a bit nippy tucky. You know what? Let's not. Let's get Maris out there. Because I wanted Maris out there 100%. Um, and Maris come out there and then after we made that substitution we've got on Pundit to get the winner and got the three points so there's no sad state of affairs the right decisions were made on okay so 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 now you've just answered my whole point you would have kept Grealish on the bench as well then yeah He's not fit, pundit. That's what I'm trying to see. Tell me. Let me let me right. Nah, you, right. Hold on. You know, you've not in match these squads yet if you're not fit, bro. You can't pull the wool over our eyes. You can't have man sat on the bench, yeah, ready to come on and all that. And he's not. You'd be fit. surprised. You'd be surprised. Nah, me. All right. Yeah, felt okay in a warm. Tiago <laughs> final. Thought it was okay. Ended up pulling out. He was meant to start. After yeah, he got injured in the warm up. Go on, Jay Motty, because Jay Motty tried to go get in. Pundit tried to make a point. No <laughs> I just, I just want to, I want to ask you, uh, Max, <laughs> when it comes to when it comes to to Grealish and that, uh, did you expect more from him so far this season, or have you been sort of uh, has he been what, what you've expected, or did you think nah, he, he would have played a bit more, done a bit more, played a bit more? I, I'm not sure what you mean. He's played quite a lot. He tends to start a lot of games as well. So, well, I've done a bit more than done a bit more than what he's done. done. Or do you, are you happy? It. Are you happy? That's my question. I'm not saying one or the other. I'm asking you. Did you expect more from yeah, him? Or are you happy? I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm filtering my head. Done a bit more in it. So, you asked me at the start of the year when we signed yeah. him. I said I've been on record and saying on this on this podcast. I think I've tweeted it. I don't think Jack Grealish. Add anything more to that front line. He doesn't bring anything new to the front line, is what I said. He doesn't bring yeah. anything that we haven't really got, uh, and and he, he doesn't bring anything that that's already there in much better abundance in terms of pace, in terms of tri- there's different things in that front line and that. So, did I think we'd be getting better performance out of him? Um, I probably did, but I, I also know it's tough to come into a pep team and flourish straight away. So. There's patience with Jack Grealish. And at the moment, he's on that line. The patience... Cancelo went for the same thing. So I'm not sat there demanding performances from him because at the moment, the squad we've got, there's players out there that I look to before him because I know they're used to what we do and have won league titles with our club. <laughs> this guy's a joker, you know. So <laughs> listen... <laughs> a... Listen, you, you can't make every... Listen, you're, what you're trying to do is make a, the situation sound fantastic, even though it might not be. You get, but that's what you do in it, no, and you're very good at it. I, I'm not saying you, that. What I'm saying you, is, I'm not worried about Jack Grealish as it stands at the minute, and none of you two, no United fans, are gonna come on this podcast and rush <laughs> into a decision. I'm, <laughs> asking, I'm not asking you to rush into a decision. I'm just asking you, uh, uh, not even a loaded question. Just like, is he doing what you expected him to do? Did you expect a bit more? That is literally. But hey, yeah. do you know what? Do you know what? what? The simple answer from him. Just should have been yeah. no. He's not doing what he expected, but because he's yeah. trying to make, trying to dress it up, trying to make it sound all lovely and flourishing and all that. Do you get me about he's got time and all that? But back in August, he were having the he were having him at all. You get me? That's the, Mike, you're a funny dude. But listen, I tell you, my listen. stance since August, I've not changed my stance. You can go back and listen. Well, that's funny because we have to go back to episode fifteen and all that. Where, listen, where we actually listen. Start, Hey, you two are gonna start pulling out audio clips like you did the other week again if you're not careful here <laughs> now. I'm not into this. Yeah, I might. Not into this. We're gonna play back the tape for, that, for evidence. Though, joking aside, joking aside, 
Go on. He could be playing better. There's no doubt about it. I don't think he's offering the team anything special at the minute. No. So that's why when you ask me, should I start him? No. And back to Pundit Series question about is it a sad state of affairs where you've got your mean man sat on the bench? I think we are in that time where the fee doesn't command you a start at the top clubs anymore. You know, Chelsea there got a £70 million keeper on the bench every week. You guys there, you know, when you had Lukaku sat down. Happens all over the place. So I, I mm. get the question and I get that, um, you know, the question is, well, should we be worried about his current situation? And my answer to that is not yet, but we may become that if the performances don't improve. It does. I just want to, like, when I look at it, right, because I look at you guys, right, you're, in, you're on all fronts now, yeah? You've got the league, you're going for that. You've got um, the Champions League, you're going for that. I looked at Liverpool, and I don't want to labour the point about Liverpool, but, you know, you, you two are neck and neck almost, right? And I look at them, and the kid Diaz has come in, and he's an option for him. Like, you know, he's, he's sort of done well. I think he played in the, the Carabao Cup final today when we're recording this. And he's done, he's done bits in the league as well. The Jota's obviously been there a little bit longer. He's done well. Do you feel like you can rely on Grealish? Like now, if he, you know, the game start coming thick and fast, he can come in the team and do a job. Rely on Grealish. Yeah, like, cause you know, you've got to mix it up and like, you know, like, okay. Yeah, you'd so, like to think so, but he's not yeah. played any game where I've sat back there and thought, wow, we have to in a City shirt. So I'm not going to sit here and go, yeah. Yeah, he's the guy that I turn to every every. There's a pecking order to things, and at, and at the minute, yeah, um, whatever Pep decides, who comes on the pitch is not. At the moment, I'm not saying here. Why isn't he coming on? Why isn't that person coming on? Yeah, yeah. there's a lot that goes into how we play, um, Jamie. It's not just get it up top and run around and stuff like that. You know, there's a it's all considered <laughs> up there. It's all considered up there. So because you know, because I'll be honest, I'll be honest with you, Mike. Is, is this season, you know, pans out? I've got a vested interest in these city players doing well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might get rushed in the TRA, you know, if you say too much, boy. Listen, the TRA know where I'm coming from. It's the lesser of two evils sitting winning this league. Don't worry about that. Hey, hey listen, I tell you, hey, I tell you, I tell you, was cheerleading that seen Pep, you know, go over to the city fans who made a racket out there. Do you know what I mean? They traveled up the M62 to Goodison Park. Some of them took the A59 and all that. Do you know what I mean? To get there. I know my roads. Do you know what I mean? It is what it is. But they got there anyway. Pep was cheerleading, making sure the scouts has heard all the noise, you know what I mean, from the Blue Army. So, yeah, that was a very good win for City, you know, away from home. Didn't really play the best, but got out of there with three points. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I can see why Mike's, <laughs> Mike's is buzzing today. Do you know what I mean? It is what it is. But I just want to touch on the fact, obviously, we know Pep hasn't got a striker as such. He has got a striker, but he's not got a mean one. Or should we say an elite one of like a great standard? So we look at it and we think to ourselves, right, okay, cool. So as the era of the number nine, yeah, has, it, has that ended? And is it now the era of the wide man? So what? I want to speak to you, man, about something, right? And like, I have to ask the question, you know, is, a, is Pep ahead of the game? Because let me just read something out to you. In 2015 16, yeah, the top 10 goal scorers in the Premier League Kane, Aguero, Vardy, Lukaku, Giroud, Igalo, Jermaine Defoe, Troy Deeney. Eight out of the top ten when proper strikers number nine. Fast forward to today. This is this is the top ten. Salo, Jota, Mane, Son, Sterling, Bruno, Rafinha, Smith Rowe, and Ronaldo and Emmanuel Dennis. So only two out of the top ten in 2022 currently. Are even strikers, and one of them's thirty-seven years old. Do you get me? So, is it, 
I don't know how you man see it, but is the wide ball with the new, I can't say the new thing, but is this the new flex in it? And is Pep showing us the way? Is he is he doing something that we don't even realise what he's actually doing? But it's very iconic because those stats stand aloud to me. Do you get me? I don't know how how used to um, view that. I mean, I don't know whether it's you know Pep showing us the way or whatever, but I think there's the, the I think football in general. No, like it does feel like you know. I know, like the whole ticker tacker thing, and and the, the the not having a striker, and that sort of thing, you know, originated from Barcelona. But when I look at it, and I think like out and out strikers, I feel like wingers as well. You can throw them into mix. It's sort of become a thing that's been phased out. Now you look at players, and it seems to be more like almost inverted wingers or inside forwards, as my dad would have called them or whatever, or my granddad. So you look at players yeah. like Mbappe. Is he an out and out striker? Is he someone that you lead the line? He almost feels like someone who's. A, a sort of a, a converted winger. Salah's the same, you know, it's that sort of feeling that seems to be more and more of them. I know I'm not saying he's at the same level, but Marcus is the same. He's not a winger. He's not a Ryan Giggs with chalk on his boots and he's not a, a, a number nine down the middle. Mm. And I feel like we're moving, to, we've been moving towards that for a little while. So listen, you, you know, we can have a debate on whether you think Pep Guardiola's responsible for that. I'm not really sure, but I know that it's so, certainly something that's happening. And I feel like, you know, the likes of your... Lewandowski's and players like that are becoming, you know, few and far between. And there does seem to be more of this sort of system or phase of, of converted wingers almost or inverted wingers being yeah, more popular yeah. and more successful than yeah, out you, and out strikers. You, yeah, if you look at even um, Lukaku, 90 million pounds, you know what I mean? He's not really he's not really being held up as, right, you're our guy going winners every game. That, do you know what I mean? That we're partaking type of thing. Do you know what I mean? So, and obviously you look at Liverpool, they've been successful with Salah and, and Jota and Mane and Firmino's not even looked at as the guy to get him goals. Do you get me? So, and he's the one who's playing down the middle when you ask United fans, right? So, who do you want in the summer? Striker. Um, um, you know what, scratching though, the Reds. Kane I, I going... There was, there, was, there was an element of that. Like, people look at, you know, when we had Rooney, Ronaldo and Tevez, they weren't, like, out-and-out strikers. I know Rooney was more of a striker, but he became more of a striker when Ronaldo left, in many ways, like, yeah. more of an out-leading the line. Those three were used to drop deep, go wide, and were all over the gaff. They weren't, like, mm. you know, the strikers. When I look think of United as strikers and wingers, I've been back to the, the sort of the 90s teams where you had, like, to Kinchelski and Giggs down the wing and, and Sparky and, and Cantona down the middle wasn't like that when we had those teams in the sort of the late noughties. It wasn't. You had three players sort of all over the place. So mm. I think it has been coming around for a little while. And I think you can look at it. You can see the team City, obviously, Liverpool have had success. You probably have to go back to, was it Le- Leicester, last team to win the league with a, or maybe Chelsea, with Costa, yeah, with an Chelsea. out-and-out striker, striker, maybe. Yeah, like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because even when you look at guys like obviously Sterling's been bagging his goals, but yeah, a lot, a lot of these wide forwards. And it just, I just found it interesting in it that like five years ago, like the the most of the top ten were actual number nines, and now fast forward, there's hardly any number nines in in in, in the top ten leading goal scorers chart. Do you know what I mean? And obviously football is evolving; it football changed. Do you know what I mean? But obviously the wide forwards have got a lot more responsibility now in it because back in the day, you used to think of say guys wingers flying down the wing and crossing the ball in for the big man. Do you know what I mean? in the middle, that doesn't really happen no more. It's, it's the job of the wide forwards to go in, to come out, to run in the channels, to score, to assist, to be a basis for the for the team to attack from. They're usually the first line of pressing as well. Do you know what I mean? So there's a lot more responsibility. So I just see it as the game's evolving. And if Pep goes on to save, to win the title again this season without a main striker, I think we've got to start looking at 
looking at this thing in a different light. Do you know what I mean? What he's done for if he goes and wins two titles in a row without a main man strike, bro. I, I think that's gonna go down in some sort of his historic historic thing. Do you know what I mean? Further down the line, we're gonna look look look, look back at it as something spectacular. Do you get me? But it is what it is, Mike. What's your view on it? So I just I personally I think the evolution of the three attackers has kind of brought this about, innit? And I think in that formation of having three up top, that traditional number nine isn't flourishing as much. So in a four four two where a lot of those other guys are, are the, the odd one up top, a lot of them have kind of come through. Then they're all they're always going to get goals like a Kane and stuff like that. But in in these formations where you're playing three up top, where a lot of your stuff, a lot of your um, your chances do come from the inside flank men, I, I just think that's kind of been a natural progression because formations have changed. So as much as always, uh, listen. Uh, Pep's a greatest manager ever for me. Uh, I, I, I won't be putting that down this slowly to, to his his doing, if I'm being honest. I just think, like I say, as formations evolve, things happen from different areas. Even the fullback situation as well. Uh, fullbacks mm. have become more prominent and that's as formations have changed. Um, so I just think it's more to do with how teams set up formation, really. That's why goals come from different areas more now in different areas of the pitch. But I get your point, though. Is, mm. there a part, is there a time where we can see the traditional number nine coming back into the game? There's still a few knocking about and it's still a sought-after um, sort position. You could sort of see it a little bit in like the, the noise when, you know, with Chelsea, like when they had Drogba, and I think at first they had Drogba, was it Duff and Robin? And if you think mm. it was the first season, Drogba weren't banging them in. A lot of mm. their goals came from Lampard coming from deep. They came from Robin, they came from either Duff or I think Joe Cole sometimes played as well. They rotate a yeah. little bit. And then, you know, I think there was seasons where Drogba scored like five or six league goals, I think, it was early doors. And then he had a, like a purple patch. And I think you see it evolve from then where he's less reliant on the main striker to get the goals. You know, it becomes a thing where, you know, I've spoken about, you know, United having a front three and other teams having a front three as well. Like, obviously, you know, in the continent, the likes of Barcelona were, were doing it for a little while and not even having a, a recognised striker at all at times. So, yeah, mm. it's something that has evolved. And, you know, I think that, for me, you know, it's 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 been entertaining. It's, it's you know, you seeing lots of goals coming from different areas is is a is a good thing. It's just a shame that that my club aren't doing it particularly well of late. <laughs> nah, <I hear laughs> you. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, nah, I hear that, innit? And it's like the fullback, like Mike said, innit? The fullbacks have evolved as well. Do you know what I mean? And that's what I'm saying. Like the progression of football itself and tactics and team because obviously with LBG back in the day when he was doing his thing with Clivert through the middle and all that like four three three four four two and all them three at the back they, they they've been around for donkey years isn't it but it's just that obviously like in different generations and different styles of football when Pep was playing his false nine at Barcelona and putting Messi through the middle even though he wasn't playing through the Fabregas playing false nine and all that all these things that have been done over time and then other managers catch on and other teams catch on and before you know it everybody's playing a style of football and now the fullbacks are so important that if you don't have attacking fullbacks, you're going to struggle out here to win the elite prizes. Do you know what I mean? So these things move and they change and it's always it's always an evolving sport. Do you know what I mean? So it's always interesting to look at what's new, what's fresh, what's coming, do you know what I mean? And what's been left behind. Do you know what I mean? But listen, tell you what's been left behind. <laughs> this <laughs> this past week, you get me? It's been a bit of a mad week as well in the world in general. Do you get me? And um, obviously there's lots of things going on and that, do you know what I mean? But there's always one thing going on on your podcast and that. And it's always three points in the gap and it's every week, people, as you know. Do you know what I'm saying? And like I said at the start, it's me, Pundit J, Jay Motti and Mike's the City fan. Do you know what I mean? Three man unions talking about City and United 
every week. But listen, we're on Spotify, Google, Spreaker. So go on, tell your people, do what you need to do, share it, like it. You know what I mean? Talk about it, whatever yeah, it is. Before you wrap up there, just to throw in, uh, go on. City women beat United women again today. Oh, oh just, this just, guy! Just you know what, right? It's it's a double edged <laughs> it's a double edged sword, right? Because he's right to mention the women, the women's fixtures and important fixtures, the derby. Do you know what I mean? It's just he chooses <laughs> the wrong game to do it in. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, but you know what? On a real level, I think I think the United un, un, under twelve smacked up City the other week. You know, I forgot to mention it though, mate. But but seeing as you're here and all, like we can talk about it. You get me? So it is what it is. <laughs> but yeah, you know how we get down Northwest, 0161 Manchester business, you know what I mean? City and United every week, as I said. So listen, people, until next week, yeah, take care and we'll be back again soon, yeah? We're gone. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.